This is the 415ers podcast brought to you as always by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Randy. I'm Evan Giddings. You can follow Mark on social at Mark Randy. Mark with a C, Randy with an I. I'm on social at Giddings 10 Please download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. All right, so another kind of point topic that came up in the uh, NFL owners meeting surrounding John Lynch was what we talked about in our last episode. Brandon Ayuk, who kind of had a, a cryptic tweet last week referring to his value and, of course, his upcoming hopeful negotiation with the 49ers. Um, but the 49ers and John Lynch saying, you know, putting trying to put to bed any sort of trade talk that was emerging throughout this week with Brandon Ayuk putting out that message. John Lynch and the 49ers essentially saying they plan to exercise Brandon Ayuk's fifth-year option, pushing those future second contract negotiations down the line. They are allowed to do this because I believe the rule is you can only exercise that fifth year for first round picks in which Brandon Ayuk was. And so he gets that option. They're going to kick it down the road. I expect the 49ers to make the correct decision as they have, but Mark, uh, this doesn't seem like necessarily news, uh, but it does potentially put a pin in any of those teams that were kind of poking around seeing if Ayuk might be open for a trade. Well, yeah, so this is interesting because it's, you're right, something that we talked about last week and, you know, even a couple of months ago as well. Um, teams are asking the 49ers about Brandon Ayuk because they can see the writing on the wall. They can see the 49ers' salaries. They can see all the money that they have tied up. And they know the Niners are going to have to get rid of someone because you just can't keep everyone. And who... Uh, you know, would other teams be interested in? A young wide receiver who's poised to continue progressing. That's Brandon Ayuk to a T. So the fact that there are teams reaching out to the 49ers about a potential Brandon Ayuk trade should not surprise anyone. This is clear. This has been happening for a while. It probably happened in the season last year. And of course, it's happening in the offseason. Um, in, in danger of sounding like a broken record, I just want to read off the, the cap hits for the 49ers, specifically in the wide receiver room. This coming season, Brandon Ayuk, the final year of his rookie contract, just a tick under $4 million cap hit. Not bad. You can swallow that as well. You pair that with what Debo Samuel is making in 2023 this coming year. $8.6 million. That's the cap hit for Debo Samuel. Again, pretty low. You can swallow that. But then what happens to Brandon Ayuk's cap hit on the fifth-year option year, which would be 2024? It jumps up to over $14 million for a cap hit in 2024. And then Debo Samuel, the big numbers start churning out with his recent contract extension. 2024, Debo's cap hit, $28.5 million. So you have, what, about $43 million in cap hit tied up between two receivers in the year 2024. You can do it, but you're going to have to make concessions elsewhere. And I don't think the Niners want to make the concessions on the other positions. They don't want to do it on the offensive line. They don't want to do it on the defensive line. They don't want to do it with Fred Warner and his linebackers in the defensive secondary. They would be more willing to do it with their pass-catching group that will already feature George Kittle, will feature Christian McCaffrey, and will feature at least one of those two wide receivers and probably a couple of other names that we don't even know about yet. So in 2024, you have $43 million of cap hit tied up between Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. My educated guess is the Niners cannot keep both of them. 
That's why teams are calling about Brandon Ayuk because they can see the writing on the wall and they want to capitalize on a player that the Niners are going to have to decide if they want over Debo Samuel or not. Especially when you consider Brandon Ayuk's $14 million cap hit would place him, I just want to get this right, uh, eighth on the 49ers as far as 2024 (laughs) cap hits. That also doesn't include what Nick Bosa is set to make in 2024. So right now they are... And, and look, teams always find a way to finagle their way around the salary cap. There's restructurings. They'll push money. They'll create signing bonuses. But I think you're right. That $43 million between those two wide receivers, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, that will not be the cap hit number in 2024. Now, whether that means both guys are on the team is another question. But the 49ers absolutely have a decision to make. I'm not sure necessarily if it's one or the other. However, Brandon Ayuk is, I think, looking at it and saying, okay, here's the money that I want to make, and it's probably along the lines of Debo Samuel money because he played better than Debo this past season, and he's looking for an opportunity this year to, in a contract year, prove why he's going to be worth that either to San Francisco or another team. If you are Brandon Ayuk, right now, to me, he's in the driver's seat. Anything outside of an injury, to me, is going to boost his value, and it is con- his stock is going to continue to rise in my mind because of how good of a, a player I think he is. So the 49ers exercising this fifth-year option isn't necessarily news, but teams poking around also, I think, reveals the type of interest that future you know, free agent offers are going to be placed at his feet. And this guy is going to have to decide, along with the 49ers, whether he wants to stay and not necessarily take a pay cut, but continue to be a part of this franchise in which he is, in his words, fourth option, or if he's willing to try and go elsewhere and be a number one option or potentially number two option. So I think it's kind of interesting, and we'll certainly keep an eye on it. Um, But the wide receivers in San Francisco, it's one of the reasons, Marco, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take one. Uh, here in this this upcoming draft in about a month because they got some picks and uh, Danny Gray didn't necessarily look in his rookie season like he's going to be a player. That certainly could change, um, but didn't get a lot of burn in his rookie year. And right now you're looking at two wide receivers that are moving towards kind of that second contract middle part of their career in which they're going to be have to pay a lot of money. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick a wide receiver in the draft. They have a handful of picks. Again, not not just a, a super high pick. Their first pick is, what, 99th overall in the third round, and they have a bunch in that third round and a bunch the rest of the draft. So, yeah, I would not be shocked. Um, I, I think one thing to note when we're talking about Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and the Niners, most likely by the time the 2024 regular season comes around, uh, the Niners likely only having one of those players on the roster. At least that's that's my prediction. Both of them will not be 49ers week one, 2024. Um, it's not as if I think the Niners are going to lose either of them for nothing. What becomes interesting is how the 49ers try to attack this. Because we both talked last week, Evan, and I think we both came to the same conclusion Given the Niners' offense right now, Brandon Ayuk is probably more valuable because he does something that no one else on the roster does. Debo Samuel, while an incredible talent in the NFL, you have him on in the same offense as Christian McCaffrey. It's a little, you know, you know, you're kind of doubling up there with two similar talents. So maybe the Niners prefer Brandon Ayuk. What does I don't know the the NFL market in general 
value more? Do they value Brandon Ayuk? Do they value Debo Samuel more? Is Debo Samuel's gigantic contract um, going to depress the trade market for Debo Samuel potentially? Are the 49ers doing this solely based on what they think will make their team better in terms of the, the one player on the field? Does Brandon Ayuk make them better or does Debo Samuel make them better? Or are they considering what can they get back for one of these guys and can they replenish some draft picks? Can they get some younger talent on the offensive line? Can they do this with these assets, that with those assets? I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the 49ers attack this because we've talked a lot about how they don't have a lot of draft assets. What they do have, though, in these two guys are two really good offensive players in the National Football League. That team's value and that teams will be willing to give you something for. So I think this is an avenue for the 49ers to, while you never want to see good players leave, the salary cap forces you sometimes to do that. And that's likely what's going to happen. But the question then becomes, Evan, what can the 49ers get back for these guys? And that's going to be as much of a consideration as perhaps which ones, which one the 49ers might want to have on their team more. Yeah, I think the 49ers have shown that their philosophy is to build or, or invest inside out. Not all teams do this, but we've seen a large spike specifically in the wide receiver market that hasn't applied the same, let's say, to other skill positions. I guess tight ends is, you know, they've been paid quite a bit of money. George Kittle, of course, is one of them. Uh, running backs haven't necessarily caught up from that perspective because they kind of tend to trickle off after I believe it's like their age 28 season is, is kind of that fall off, but wide receivers recently have been playing into their early thirties and have still been productive. So um, I, I don't think that any team would feel uncomfortable with trying to, to poach one of these two players, whether it's through a trade for either of those two guys or potentially giving Brandon, Ayuk big money next year. I mean, we've, we've seen it all around the league. Um, but, but I am with you that they're probably going to have to make a choice about these two guys. I do. Like, I understand that Brandon Ayuk maybe offers something that Debo doesn't as far as route running, but I do think in this San Francisco offense, I don't know if it's worth $26 million or whatever his cap hit is going to be for next year, but I do think having two players of the same skill set, so to speak, is valuable to Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if it would work for too many other offensive play callers, but Shanahan runs a lot of the same formations. The only difference is where players are placed and what they do. I mean, we saw the, you know, run DMC, you know, the Debo and McCaffrey package from the backfield. I, I do think to Kyle Shanahan, perhaps having two of the same is a lot better than maybe even having two of two different things. Uh, Brennan Ayuk is great, but it, it, this year I, we will find out to me, who is more expendable. And, and unfortunately, the 49ers are going to have to use this season to make that choice because they, they won't have much of an option to bring both of them back, I think. Um, but this year in 2023, will reveal which of the two between Debo and Ayuk are more expendable. Um, that, that's just kind of, I think, the hole or I guess the corner they back themselves into. Yeah, I'll just say... Um, again, I, I don't think they'll both be on the team at the start of the 2024 season. So enjoy the 2023 season with both of them on your team, 49ers fans, because I, again, I don't think it's going to happen beyond this season. And who knows? Maybe there's a, a midseason trade. Maybe they, they make a, a deadline deal trade and 
maybe they get someone that isn't necessarily a, a super young piece that that isn't draft picks. They get someone that can help their team. Maybe there's an injury on the offensive line, and and they decide to make a move to get out from one of these contracts to to move on from one of these wide receivers maybe early and they capitalize on that and they fill a hole in a different roster spot. I'm not saying I expect that to happen, but, but it is possible. So I, I would just say, enjoy it. Enjoy these two while you have it, while you have them, because uh, it doesn't seem like it's in the cards for them to be teammates for too much longer. And it's nothing against either of them individually. It's just the way that football works, the way that the NFL has, you know, devised the the contract structure and the salary cap. It's, it's forced teams to make decisions like this. And if you are making a decision like this, it means you have a lot of really good talent. So much talent that you can't afford to pay everyone. It's unfortunate, but it's a good problem to have. And, and that is the decision and, and the thing the 49ers are facing right now.